September 7th. Is that the next event? Mm-hmm. The whole year? Yep. Yeah. September 17th. All right. Um, Wines of the San Juan, is that where everybody's going to be? Yeah. Okay. And uh, what are the... I don't know how this how this come about. Whose idea is this? Are we live? Yeah, dude. Cool. So yeah, um, how this event kind of came to be was, you know, we had our Galactic Grinder in March, and it seemed like the community was super stoked on a gravel event, uh-huh. and so with there being so much gravel opportunity yeah. in the area, we want to try to bring more gravel experiences. And some feedback that we had at the Galactic Grinder was, you know, the Alien is was a sweet, it's a, like a sweet trailhead and everything, but it's not the sweetest venue. It's not the sweetest spot to hang out for a day or even half a day. Uh-huh. So we were trying to find more of a venue-like location rather than a dirt lot. So that's when we started looking for private landowners of a venue-like location that w- where we would still be able to access these public lands. And yep. so we've just been looking, you know, we were looking in Bloomfield, possibly like an Angel Peak area. Yeah, you and then um, Brittany from the Wines of San Juan actually reached out to us via Facebook. She just, you know, commented and she wanted to support what we're doing and then what was started out as a casual conversation has turned into more of us uh, having an event at the Wines of San Juan. So there's going to be camping Friday night, uh, Saturday night. It's $25 for both days or $15 a night. We want to have that come camp out, hang out vibe. Um, The Wines of San Juan super pretty spot to hang out. It's below Navajo Dam in the quality waters. So some pretty well-known things right there that we're trying to trying to showcase um super excited about the route that we have okay um we have a 15 mile route and a 40 mile route we were also advertising a 65 mile route but you know there's tons of potential to go big out there right now and talking it over we want to focus on the 15 and the 40 right now just make sure the energy is where we want it with those two events and then as as people ask for it we can offer those longer mileages you know we do have tons of space for it uh but we just don't want to be spreading ourselves too thin too soon Mm -hmm. yeah and i think the 13 mile 15 miles perfect uh because on gravel about anyone can do 50 miles on a, on a dirt road. Yeah. So I think it's great for anyone, older people, new people. Um, if you're not, you know, haven't gained a lot of confidence on your bike yet, uh, you can definitely make it with that amount of, you know, with a water bottle or two. And definitely. Like, it's a 15 mile ride is not going to kill you on a dirt road. Definitely. And we have an aid station set up for that 15 mile route. And like you're saying, our goal with this is it to be family friendly, super inclusive. We don't want you to feel like it's super intimidating or that you can't do it. We want this to be enjoyed by everyone. We want everyone to come out, experience it, you know, whether you're looking to race it or just looking to get outside and ride and have a fun time on the bike. You know, we want to provide a space for people to do that. And, you know, we want to bring people together, hang out, make memories, and just connect with other people. Awesome, man. 
And uh, what time does it start? So we're going to kick off around 9.45-ish. Okay. Um, we're thinking the fall temps are going to be there, and yeah. hopefully the cooler weather shows up, and then, you know, not a super early morning wake-up if people want to drive down and, you know, show up the morning of, do a sweet bike ride and camp out that night. That's going to be pretty cool. We have some some live music we also are going to have a dj kind of kind of like a rooster ridge vibe perfect uh so we'll have a dj pumping some music and then some live entertainment after awards sometime i have a a friend and also a fellow devo coach danny J. so he's got him and a band are going to come have some fun and check out the wines of san juan and make some music for us so i'm excited about that okay cool and um, what else was I going to say? People don't really need a gravel bike to do this. You can ride it on any bike. Like, Correct. Just because it's called a gravel grinder. That There's no rules that state what you can ride. Right, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Because, yeah, it, it is a gravel grinder, but, you know, you don't have to have a gravel-specific bike. You can ride any bike you feel comfortable on. There's no rules on that. And I think this course is kind of unique in the sense of I don't know which bike is actually going to be faster. I think it might be a good test between a mountain bike and a gravel bike just because of this terrain is unique. Uh, When you compare it to other gravel rides or gravel routes, it has some more tech, I would say, with sandy sections and some super steep pitches. So I think the name is fitting of Holy Grit, you know. You're going to have some sand sections out there. And you're also going to find some steep pitches out there that are going to make you want to get off your bike. But I think that's the joy of it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it looks like there's plenty of classes to sign up. we got Groms. What's Grom Expert, man? Um, Grom Expert women. I would say that that's... Either way, it looks like there's a class for it. Under 18, you know? There's under 12. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Grom Expert, I think in my head, is kind of under 18, and then... But good rider. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And then over 12, and then we do have the under 12 category for the super, super youngins. Nice. You guys seen a lot of interest in this so far? Um, you know, the sign-ups haven't been, like super explosive um doing these events we've noticed a trend in late signups so we've been trying to apply certain things to incentivize people to sign up earlier just because it's hard on our end from an event promoter standpoint of planning an event of how many people are coming and then also a first year event it's even more of a shot in the dark of you know how many people are going to come? How's the community going to receive this? Um, you know, is any is anybody really going to come at all? Yeah, um, <clears throat> we see that with the alien race as well. It's kind of like not till the week of, or like two days before, or even day of. Like it really ramps up. You get fifty to sixty participants in this those couple of days. Definitely, yeah. Sinos have been slow, so head over to race roster. Check us out. Um, you know, sign up early. You get a t-shirt. Uh, we're going to be feeding you a meal. And then we haven't figured out if we're going to be giving out a postcard or some stickers or something. But we want to have a little little packet pickup of some sort. Nice, man. Love it. 
and the old Spanish trail. It looks like it goes on part of the old Spanish trail. I don't know much history on the old Spanish trail, but it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that is super cool. Ride part of it. Definitely, there's really cool signs that we ride past, mm-hmm. and I just think the historic component of that Largo Canyon is so cool. Um, yeah. There's all the petroglyphs and pueblitos, and yeah, the the old Spanish trail just super cool history you can find a a lot of information um online about it there's some really cool stories uh so we're just hoping to kind of tap into that and you know uh maybe this event could help feed some of our pueblito tours as we've been talking with the blm of uh how how to do pueblito tours you know where we could take people around on their bikes and then get off our bikes and explore the pueblito and kind of talk about them and and all that beautiful uh, you guys doing a gravel race at the alien run this year uh not this year but we definitely want to have another that was, that was gal- the galactic grinder yep right? we want to have another galactic grinder for 2023 that's definitely on the list we have a couple things that we're trying to work on to make it even better than last year so hopefully we can make those announcements in the upcoming future. So we're we're definitely excited about a year two for Galactic. Okay. Kinder. Reach the Ridges. That's early next year. Yep. Definitely want to have another Reach the Ridges. And same thing with that. We are working on a few more things. Hopefully we can have an announcement or two on Reach the Ridges to make it a better experience than last year and kind of just build off the momentum that we had. So definitely ex- excited, looking forward to those. It's good stuff. And then, excited. Thank you guys for doing all these events. Dude, yeah, we want to bring more events to the local area, have more cycling opportunities and showcase the area you know we we love it we see the beauty in this area you know we we know where all the sweet spots are but we really need to bring more people in and get more people loving this area so we have more stewards and more people that you know want to protect it and preserve the environment and then you guys are doing tours as well right just like on the side right yeah so so if somebody wants to ride the road apple race course or the alien run race course or um, any any trail in general, you guys will go guide them. Correct. Yeah, if it's a if it's a official recognized trail in the BLM's eyes, you know we have the license and insurance to give tours on it. So as Farmington is gearing up for outdoor recreation and trying to bring tourists into the town, we want to be helping that experience of showing people, you know, the mountain biking experiences that we have to offer. There's the Road Apple. Um, Alien Run, Mountain View. There's some really awesome high desert riding that we can showcase, and you know, if we work work it right, I think we could have um, a shoulder season and a winter riding destination on our hands. Yes. Where you know it gets pretty hot here in the summer, but it it I mean fall and spring and parts of winter are super amazing, and I think we could we could leverage that and be attracting people here kind of in the untraditional tourist times. Yes. Yeah. It's so good for riding year-round. I'm with you, man. I, I almost like riding in the winter more. 
here, and it, it's like it's just so good. You get out in the middle of the day, throw some gloves on, like you know, just yeah, keep the, keep the toes and the fingers warm, and the, the sun's always good. The hero um, dirt, yeah. But Road Apple is just around the corner, October first. Yep, dude. So that's like not it's a month away. Um, yeah, it's a month away. That's exciting. Definitely. Um, that's a pretty historical, historical one. Uh, you gonna race it? Oh yeah, I try my hardest to not miss the Road Apple. That's one of my favorite races. Yeah. You know, just one of my local favorites. The the history and the tradition behind it. The the leaves are changing. The temps are brisk in the morning. I mean, oh, it feels so great. It gives me the chills right now thinking about it. So yeah. I'm super excited for it. And, you know, because of where we're at, being so close to Durango, we always have some super fast Durango folk come down and yeah. make it a super spicy event. So I'm thankful for that. And, yeah, looking forward to it. And hopefully some people use our September 17th event as kind of a – Oh yeah, you know, a little bit of a warm up, a little bit of a build up, see where they're at, and just kind of blow the cobwebs out. Yeah, get ready for for the road apple. Perfect. Yeah, Yeah, I always tell people that the most important thing you can do, I think, to grow a cycling community is is events, because that's what's gotten me to places in the past, whether it was Aspen or Salida. you know, Moab, like, I wouldn't have went there if it wasn't to go race. Like, I wasn't going to travel to really ride. I'm just not quite that type of person. But if there's a race there, I'm probably going to, like, yeah. take the time to go race it, yeah. you know? Like, um, well, you see what's happening with, like, the Resduro. Yeah. Nobody's going out there. Why would you go out there to ride those trails? Yeah. You, I mean, you're not so even far. supposed to, right? Are you yeah. allowed to? I mean, it's such gray area, so... But them. once you once you put on an event, it's like, then it raises serious awareness and then make people people might come back you know right and, and make it that's, a that's that's how they grew fruta is like having 18 road races or having right lunch loops races or now they have the grand junction off-road which is nuts you know that whole series is crazy definitely um, you know and it wouldn't take you know it would take something like that here to just blow this place up you know, yeah, a roundup of the off-road series. Do they call it the off-road? What's that? Um, the Epic Rides Epic off-road Rides. series. Yeah, yeah. yeah that. And you can have something like that here. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. You know, events are a great way to showcase the area, showcase your town, and you know, it's a, it's a great way to package an experience. You know, of food, yeah. uh, people, and community. You know, those are really the best parts of biking to me, and so. Yeah, I think I think that'd be amazing, dude. That's cool, man. Um, yeah, we'll put a link in here, and then we'll share this obviously to uh, figure out where people want to sh- uh, want to sign up. September seventeenth, man, that's getting pretty close. I'm gonna yeah. go ride it. Are we gonna try to ride it? Yeah, ride it? we should try to set up a Saturday group ride if it works out for for y'all. I think okay. that would be awesome if we could get a group ride before the event, you know, kind of like we did with the Galactic to get some more media, some more stoke, and yeah. just it's a chance for people to Should we check do out this the Saturday? course. Can you do this Saturday? I can't do this Saturday, but I bet you Neil could. And honestly, I don't have a Saturday free until yeah, after yeah. Road Apple. So I, it's a bummer that I can't be there because I definitely want to 
get y'all's feedback and be there and yeah, yeah. do it with y'all. But um, I'll talk to him. Maybe we'll try to do this Saturday the third. That would be and, awesome. Uh, start early, like mm-hmm. at six in the morning. That way we're not out there all day. Yeah, I got to work on Saturday, so yeah. Nice if I can get me back at the shop by ten o'clock. So for sure, we'll promote that. And, and I saw. A couple people riding it on Strava, so really? that's kind of stoked me out. Theron, I think. Um, and we can find the course on Race Roster. There should be okay. some trail forks and Strava links, Perfect. and so you can access the course there. And yeah, Theron posted on a Strava tons of beautiful pictures, so that got me stoked. Of oh man, you know. It's yeah, so yeah. beautiful. We just need more people to see this beauty and, you know, appreciate it how we appreciate it. So it it's exciting. Definitely exciting. There it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Farm truck. Put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> that's my trail forks name. I love it, dude. Uh, I love trail forks. Anyone that's best. looking yeah. for, you know, a good resource for mountain bike trails in our area or even you know, Durango and surrounding areas, Trail Forks is my go-to app when I'm navigating a new area. You know, you don't have to have cell service. Uh, it shows you where you're at on the climb or the descent. I mean, it's it's a phenomenal <clears throat> app. and It's that, all I use, dude. I yeah. don't even mess around with any other ones. Uh, Definitely. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, I'll try to go out there and round up a, a few guys to go ride this this weekend. Yeah. Uh, looks like it'd be pretty quick. Not yeah. Yeah. Four, three and a half, four hours, I think, you know, 40 miles, there's about 3,000-ish feet of elevation gain, okay. so, you know, pretty pretty good elevation gain uh, for 40 miles. Perfect. And uh, some pr- pretty, pretty mountain bikey course, I would say, like, comparing to other gravel routes, that, you know, our gravel in our area, I wouldn't compare it to gravel Kansas, you know, there's more elevation change. Uh, the roads can get pretty gnarly at times. Like, I mean, you worked in the oil field, right? Like, do you have some yeah, dude, gnarly no, experiences of those roads? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just looking at this course right here, and I'm going to tell everybody right now on this podcast, you will be pushing your bike in some of these spots. <laughs> these, are, these hills are steep, man. They're, they might be roads. You know, this one right here is commonly known as Jackass Pass. Yeah. That is... You rode up that? Yeah. I think I walked up it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is, dude. It's a... That's a steep... It's steep, a pitch. Steep road. Um, there's a few climbs in here, man, that are not going to be suitable for all gravel bike gearing. Yeah. <laughs> so, like you were saying, you might be better off on that mountain bike with an Eagle drivetrain and a 36 to 38 tooth chain ring. Yeah. down the paint parts. Uh, or the faster parts of the road. Yeah, I do think it is a super dynamic course. You know, there's fast rolling sections. Um, there's sandy bits. There's you know, steep uphills. There's even some fairly technical downhills where the mountain bike, you know, is going to be superior. So I think I'm really excited to see which tool people go with and then which bike is superior, you know, the gravel or the, the mountain bike. Yeah. Nice. I love it. And then that kind of, I just want to talk a little bit about the Drango to Farmington bicycle tour coming up too. So that's going to be more towards the end of October. So kind of after we get our road apple on, it's the second year that we're doing the Drango to Farmington bicycle tour. And so... But it's been going on for a while though, right? Yeah. Just not officially. Just not officially, correct. Yeah, my business partner, Neil Hannum, has been doing a group ride 
the Durango to Farmington for over 30 years now Jeez. is just a tradition of riding his bike into the desert and appreciating the desert landscape and just experiencing the the change in ecosystem from you know mountains to high desert and the beauty in between so th- we're really looking forward to that we actually have a an updated route okay so last year we had to send people down the highway it was about half road and half dirt it's kind of stressful um i've ridden that part you know so from an experience standpoint i thought it was stressful from an event promoter standpoint i thought it was stressful just having people on a busy highway and so the new route we're going to be going up uh lake night horse that's going to be our first climb and then we're going to be dipping into a county road it's either county road 216 or 218 uh but we have the trail forks link um on our race roster you know our routes up um, so you'll ride 12 miles of pavement past Lake Nighthorse, and then you'll get on a county road, and then it's almost all dirt after that. So you'll do dirt roads all the way into New Mexico, where then you'll have the option of hitting the full Big Apple or kind of if you're on a gravel bike. Because same thing with the Durango Farmington Bicycle Tour. You don't have to have any certain bike. It's whatever bike you feel co- most comfortable on. Um, you know, and that includes e-bikes, which is super cool. So we have, uh, you know, the Big Apple route is going to be more suitable for mountain bikes because it has some softer, sandy sections where the gravel bikes might not enjoy that. So we have a gravel route to kind of bypass the Big Apple section, and then you'd be pretty much on the Road Apple Rally course at that point. Um, and so the full course is 58 miles. That's the full Durango to Farmington. And then we have the Dirt Lovers portion, which we're going to be starting at Tico time. And then... Oh, nice. And then ending at Lions Wilderness, that's 25 miles. And then we also have the Tiny Dirt Tour, which starts at Light Plant Road. Okay, and perfect. ends at Lions Wilderness. So they all have the, the same ending point. That way, maybe you're not ready or comfortable with the full... Durango to Farmington Bicycle Tour, you can, you know, work up to it and have something to look forward to. And then also maybe if you have friends or family members doing the longer parts of the ride, you have a point that you can meet up with them and maybe finish out the ride with them. Beautiful. So that's kind of the idea behind that. Yeah, I'm just checking out the route right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we're excited about it. We we weren't sure if it was going to happen this year or not, but... It's, it's looking good. And this year, instead of ending at San Juan College, we're going to be the ending at Lions Wilderness. Ooh, nice. And so That's a cool venue. Yeah, it's a really nice venue that we want to continue to utilize more. We haven't really put a whole lot of thought into what that ending you know, vibe is going to look like, whether we're going to have you know, a, an open... You know, book the open bar, have food, and have music. You know, we don't know exactly what that vision quite looks like, but it's certainly the space to do so. It is, dude. So it's good parking, good uh, concession, stuff like that. Good seating. 
That's sick, dude. Definitely. Uh, all right, cool. We'll wrap this up. Um, finish with something cool. What's your two favorite trails in our area? Farmington Astic. Two favorite trails right now. I'm gonna have to go with the Jackrabbit Flow Trail. Thank you to the BLM for nice. all their hard work that they did on that trail. Uh, it's a, a flow trail in the Anasazi trail area, and it has probably, I would say, 15 wooden features and berms and rollers and jumps. And, oh, my gosh, it's just so much fun. They they did a great job, and it has the roller coaster effect of you ride down it and you just want to go back up to do it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So that's one of my favorites. And then, and then you know, I would say Lakeview, Wild Bills. Those those ridge lines have a special spot in my heart. And yeah, dude. Oh man, it's so hard for for me to pick like just two, you know, just a handful of trails because honestly, I love bikes and just all trails and just the different biking experiences yeah. that come with it but if i had to choose it'd probably be those, those two yeah awesome, man. yeah thanks for doing this dude yeah dude thank you dude appreciate it we'll do it uh more yeah we'll have to <laughs>